and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic Podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and I want to personally welcome you to another amazing, magical episode. This one is all about love and sweethearts night. In honor of Valentine's Day being this weekend, I am so excited to share so many stories from Sweethearts Night. We have four listener stories that I cannot wait for you guys to hear. They're all so different and just kind of take you into the event. And not only do the listener stories do, but our guest today, Ashley, is going to come on and tell us her experience at Sweethearts Night. And let me tell you, she went twice. So she got the most magical experience I could ever dream of. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. Ashley is literally a true princess inside and out. Not only does she look like it, but she also acts like it with all of her kindness and how sweet and creative she is. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. And if you guys want to submit a listener's story to be read on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. All you got to do is fill out the form and submit the story. I cannot wait to read them all. Lastly, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so twice a week. We have eight episodes a month, and it's a lot, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode because we constantly are sharing magical moments to bring some magic into your day or make you feel like you're at the park, so be sure to subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. And lastly, if you have a moment, if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, it helps us tremendously with new people discovering us. Also, be be sure to share with your friends that love Disney as well. And now on with the show. I am so excited to have a good friend on. Her name is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the show. Hi, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so we actually, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but we actually like kind of indirectly met in line for Maleficent about two or three years ago. Yes. For the, not the Oogie Boogie Bash, but it was the Mickey's Halloween party. And you were two people ahead of me and you were in the most beautiful Sleeping Beauty cosplay ever. And I was in shock and I was like, this girl looks so amazing. Oh my gosh. But I never went up to you, but then we eventually found each other on Instagram and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was two people behind you in line that night. Oh my gosh. I definitely would have said something if there was like not a person between us, but you looked (laughs) fabulous. And now our love of Disney and Sleeping Beauty and princesses, and we're both tall and too tall to be friends with princesses. We both tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is Ashley. <laughs> Hi, I know. It was so funny. I was thinking back to that moment too, because I remember seeing you as well. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you look so great. And it's just so funny that we never said anything to one another. We were so close. And I then know. to find each other on social media and I knew exactly who you were. And then we were able to reminisce of that night. I miss Mickey's Halloween party. That was mm-hmm. such a fun event. And 
the just the fact that we were both there and big Sleeping Beauty fans and it was just we were meant to be friends Morgan it was meant to happen our tall group of friends yes and you're so sweet and you have the most amazing cosplays ever and you wear them to the parks or during appropriate times like a Halloween party or other Disney events I'll say yeah would you like to share people like a little teaser of what your most magical moment is you're going to share today yes like you said I love dressing up I actually volunteer for kids through the children's cancer organization I work with in the Phoenix Children's Hospital and so that's something I've always loved and I've known that I've been too tall for princessing and I've never auditioned because I've always I just love viewing the magic from a guest perspective. And Mm -hmm. the way to do that for me was to go to these special events where I can be any character that I want, whoever is inspiring me at that moment. And I get to go and step into some of my very favorite Disney stories and have such a creative freedom while doing so. And so that for me is something that I love that I've been able to experience these past couple years at these special event nights. So I'm going to be talking about the one from last February. It was called Sweetheart's Night. Of course, it's centered around Valentine's Day. It was all about love and royal couples. And it was just such a beautiful atmosphere in the park with lots of special entertainment and experiences and treats, of course, too. So it's one of those special ticketed events that you only can go to those special nights of the year. So I'm very excited to talk about that. Oh, I'm so excited. And it's very rare that some of these princes come out like, you know, Aladdin's out and I wouldn't consider Gaston a prince, but he's out (laughs) typically. And there was a ton of rare characters that came out too that you'll dive into. So super excited about that. Yes, lots of rare characters. Yeah. So before we get started into your story, I'll ask you some fun questions. And the question I always ask every guest is, why do you love Disney? I love Disney. It's like many people, they we all grew up on it. We all were exposed to that at a very young age. And my parents definitely ingrained Disney in me from a very young age. I had all of the movies growing up to watch. I adored Aladdin and Aladdin and the King of Thieves, which I know isn't like one that everyone knows about, but I adored it as a child. I think that movie specifically has a very specific demographic. Like I loved that movie. I feel like you have to be right between this age and this age to really like appreciate it. Otherwise you haven't heard of it or just never watched it. (laughs) Exactly. And Jasmine was my princess growing up. So anything she was in, the TV show, I loved that too. When I talk about like Mosenrath and people are like, who's that? I have no idea who she's talking about. But that for me, watching anything she was in was, I was always inspired by her. So I loved that third movie. And I had the storybooks growing up that had the cassette tapes that went along with it that read the story to you and they were so cute and Sleeping Beauty was one of my very favorites and of course going to the parks as well my parents took me for the first time when I was three years old and I've been every single year since then and my birthday is the same as Walt Disney's so it was always like a special thing that I would get to go during Christmas time and experience it so it really has been my home away from home that has been there for me my entire life that my parents made sure that I had such a magical experience growing up that's amazing and 
you know, we talk about Disneyland, but which other parks have you visited? I have only been to the ones in the U.S. So, of course, Walt Disney World as well. I didn't end up going there until... I was, I want to say I went for the first time when I was maybe about 15, but it was such like a brief experience. It was like a half day. We were going someplace else. It was a quick stop. So I really didn't fully get to experience it until I was probably 19 years old. And the very first time I officially experienced it was for the Halloween party that they had there. And then I was just hooked, of course, as you know, always wanting to go there. And I had been every year since then, except, of course, for this past year when, um, you know, everything happened. But I always would go back and visit for Halloween because they do such an amazing job at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party of putting all of that together and making it a fun experience. I'm a big Halloween girl too, so I'm right there with you. That's exactly mm-hmm. how we met. So yes, I am physically. I was right there with you. You were. You were literally right behind me, right behind the person behind me, to be specific. Yes. <laughs> okay. The next question is not necessarily your favorite Disney character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? Ooh. Okay. I will start out with the princess because. Of course, I think you probably know Belle is the princess that I relate to the most. And that's just because for me, my personality, I've always seen myself as someone who has a very mature mind, but is a child at heart. And I very much saw that in Belle and she makes those mature decisions that she needs to and she knows what she wants and she doesn't compromise. She's like, I know Gaston's handsome, but no, thank you. That's not what I need. (laughs) And she has that, but she also is very whimsical. And you see that when she's dancing during the Be Our Guest song, or when she's throwing a snowball at Feast, she has that balance for Mm -hmm. me that I very much related to. And of course, I'm a massive book nerd as well. So that was just something else I could connect to her on okay speaking of Belle if you were an enchanted object in the beast castle what would you be and why oh that's a fun question Mm -hmm. I love Beauty and the Beast the Enchanted Christmas I think Mm -hmm. that's such a cute movie and I just did the Christmas Belle cosplay this last year And that was like a dream of mine. So I think I would want to be one of the ornaments. I love Angelique's character. So to get to hang around her, I would be like a really sparkly Christmas tree ornament. I think that would be my personality. And that very much suits you. This is a new question. So I'm not, I might tweak how I word this a bit, but which princess powers I kind of elaborated on what the princesses can do. So Snow White would be talking to forest animals. Ariel's, her power would be to breathe and talk underwater. Sleeping Beauty's would be sleep as long as you want to with no time passing. Tiana's would be being able to cook with any food that you have lying around. You'd make a marvelous meal. Pocahontas would be have everlasting stamina and endurance because that girl runs everywhere. Um, Snow White's would be talking to forest animals. Belle's would be speed reading. Cinderella's would be ha- magically have an outfit for any occasion. Mulan's would be being able to defend yourself in any situation, physically or verbally, if you need to. <laughs> Jasmine's would be travel anywhere whenever you wanted. 
and Rapunzel's would be have magic hair that heals people. And Merida's would be um, good horseback riding skills. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Moana, I would say be friends with the water. There were two that really stuck with me when you said all of them. The first okay. was Sleeping Beauty, because I would love to be able to sleep for 15 hours and then be like, oh, but really no time passed. And you could mm-hmm. still get everything you needed to get done done. You wouldn't feel like you'd slept the day away, but you'd feel like you'd had a good night's rest. So that yes. just seems perfect. You could get so much done, but feel really great and then also Rapunzel I think the ability to heal people mm-hmm. that would just be an amazing gift and imagine you know all the good that you could do with that I think that would be really fun and then of course you have magic hair I don't know does it have to glow when I sing because I don't know about my singing skills <laughs> but if I could just use it without singing maybe that would be for the good of everyone <laughs> amazing and especially at the children's hospital that would be perfect for you I know that would be so perfect we, we could make it so no one had to be in the children's hospital and we yes. could all just go outside and play you're the only doctor there you exactly <laughs> I love it okay next question is if you could take now this will be really fun because you've done a lot of cosplay but if you could take your favorite elements from each Disney princess which dress hair sidekick and castle would you want to have oh my goodness okay so we'll start with the dress I would say I really love Aurora's dress I love them all Mm. I have the pink one but I wouldn't be surprised if one day I made it blue or if I did a little briar rose maybe a little magic color changing dress I've seen that happening recently so I think I would go the Aurora route for the dress and then for hair I'm gonna switch it up and not choose Aurora's even though I think her hair is beautiful she does have beautiful hair <laughs> I think I would actually pick Ariel's that is one of my favorite Ooh. wigs to wear because I feel like a mermaid as soon as I put oh. it on that one or Megara's that one's a that's a big <laughs> commitment of a wig yes. but I love I love the big hair I think because I have <laughs> very fine shorter hair that when I get to wear um, those long curls or those really big statement bangs or Aurora's cinnamon roll as I like to call her bangs that that to me is just it's completely a different change so I think that's why I love that so much and sidekick and castle sidekick I love Lumiere his personality. Oh. He's just so suave. He just knows what to say. <laughs> I love him. And I think his interactions with Cogsworth and everyone in the castle, he's just fun to watch in the movie. So I think, I'll, I want to say like all of the enchanted objects, because you could have Madame Wardrobe to go to yes. for a little girl talk, a little advice, and, you know, Lumiere and Cogsworth, just when you want to be entertained oh, and absolutely. have a fun chat, or, you know, have a grand musical number in the dining mm-hmm. room. That's always fun too. And this is pods to comfort you and cheer you yes. up if you're ever feeling down. That would oh just be. 
That's a good, I like that combination. Like I want all, or not one, but all of them. <laughs> yes, the little chip. You, I mean, just the cute conversations you could have with the little chip. I feel like he would want to read stories with you and you could teach him all about like pirate. I feel like whenever I talk about like as Belle when I'm playing her and I'm talking about Chip, I say he's reading stories about adventures and he loves pirates. Aww. And I always say that he like imagines himself here. And I just think it would be fun that he would enjoy reading stories with Belle so I think that's who I would want all of them all the above all the Beauty and the Beast characters <laughs> oh that's wonderful and lastly the castle there's a lot of good ones to choose from oh I know that's a tough one part of me wants to go very classic and say like Cinderella's castle just because mm-hmm. it's so iconic but I also as a big Little Mermaid fan I love Eric's castle and Uh being able to have the water right there and I mean if I've got my mermaid hair I'm all prepared you know (laughs) I love that too and then Beast Library oh my goodness there's so many choices but I'll I'll stick with Eric's castle just so that you have the ocean there my mom loves the ocean so she will really love that answer (laughs) she'll love visiting you all the time she'll just live there yeah she's living there she's enjoying it (laughs) awesome okay fun question what and it doesn't have to be limited to princess sidekicks but which Disney animal sidekick would you love to have as a pet and it could be expanded to all Disney movies. I would love from Hercules to have Pegasus. Yes. That would be so fun. I know it ruins the hair a little as Meg would proudly, yes. <laughs> you know, talk about, but that would just be so fun. You could fly. I would get everywhere I needed to be on time. Maybe visit Mount Olympus too. He knows how to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'll say Pegasus. I think that would be really fun. And he's got a really uh, cute personality too. Oh, yes. Well, what did Zeus say? The, the, the brain thing? of a bird. <laughs> the brain of a bird. And he's like, wah, wah. <laughs> I love yeah. that He's just so funny. And he's so cute as a baby. Like, Oh, he, and he, yeah, when he headbutts Hercules. <laughs> it's the cutest. Okay, speaking of two characters, which two characters would you love for them to meet that typically don't interact with each other? I love that question because for me, when I'm at those special event nights or I'm just Disney bounding during the daytime at the parks, what's really fun about it for me is having that freedom to go around and maybe I'm cosplaying as Belle at a Halloween party, but what would it be like if she went and interacted with this character and the best experiences are where they really play that up with you and they have fun with that. So for me, when I think about that, I love dressing as Bell and seeing Peter Pan because he always wants me to read him stories because he loves stories about himself. And so I've sat like on the ground with him and Peter Pan and and Wendy together when they would be at the Halloween party that we were both at and (gasps) just reading that story. And he can't really, he sometimes he has a struggle with reading. And so he'll be like, no, this isn't for me. You read instead. And then I also think I love being Ariel and visiting Jack Sparrow because of his history with mermaids. Yes. Oh my gosh. I never even thought about that. Oh, tell me what that's like. It's kind of hysterical when you go up um, and see him when I was 
Ariel the first time I wore her kiss the girl dress for the Halloween party. And as soon as I walked up to him, he went, mermaid, yes, perfect. Give me a tear. <laughs> and I was like, you just, like, we just met and you're asking me to cry right off the bat? And... Yes, because in the, I think the fourth or 17,000th movie of Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> he needs a mermaid tear for yes. some sort of adventure that they're on. I haven't seen that one in a long time, but yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. I know he needs it for like the fountain of youth or, you know, something yes. along those lines, but he always has fun with that. And he's a little hesitant. He's not too sure because of his history, but he always has fun with that and I always make sure to stop by and see him I've been Ariel in some form every year when I've gone to the Halloween party in Walt Disney World so it's always fun to go and revisit him and he always he always plays it up he always makes it fun I want to be there when that happens like we need to go to a Halloween party together and dress up because you love characters just as much as I do and I just love the unique interactions me too that's my very favorite part and we definitely should we need to plan that we could do pink and blue Aurora and both do it and like one's pink and one's blue and they could do a whole thing oh my gosh this you can't fun. see my face but I just got the biggest <laughs> smile because that is just such a fantastic idea oh, I love it we need to do it oh my gosh or we can even go back to our first Halloween party kind of together where yes. I kind of did like a casual Maleficent you did Sleeping Beauty and so I could just do my crazy cosplay of Maleficent and you we could take so many cute pictures I'm just imagining all the fun yes. that we could have with those characters oh. I think that would be so fantastic so Halloween 2021 needs to be a party and we're gonna go together and it'll be so fun oh my I God. am just really hoping the Halloween parties can come back in full swing because it needs to be with everything that we know and love and that we can yes. the, when the day when we can go back and experience all of that again is gonna be such a fantastic day it will oh my goodness all right so what is your favorite Disney item you own that you would want to give to your grandkids one day or passed down to them oh, I'm like thinking I'm like looking around my room and I'm just like ooh, there's something in every corner <laughs> where I look true Disney fan right there <laughs> oh yes there's stuff everywhere I would say one Disney collectible item that I really love is I just got it recently from my parents of course this was the first year last year where I couldn't be in Disneyland on my birthday. And so it was kind of a bittersweet sort of moment because that's always been a part of my birthday experience, whether it was we're there on the day of or, okay, it's raining that day. Let's go the next week, but we're going to celebrate. And so it was kind of like, a, oh, it's going to be the first year without having that experience. So my parents, the most amazing, they're the reason I have so many Disney experiences that I'm so grateful for, but they got me a signed photo of Mary Costa from Sleeping Beauty. And she doesn't do that anymore. She used to, you'd be able to send her something and she'd sign it for you. But she announced, I believe last year that she was no longer going to be doing that. You know, she's gotten older. She's kind of, is just, Mm -hmm. you know, enjoying her life and isn't able to get through all of that anymore, which is totally understandable. And so when I saw that, I, I can just imagine the look on my face. I was so surprised and so excited to have that in my collection and my autograph collection collection from the Disney princesses specifically has just continued to grow. I have Paige O'Hara, who I've met 
three times now. She's an absolute gem. So I have her signed autograph in my room and I just got Jody Benson, Ariel, and also Christopher Daniel Barnes, who's Eric. And I have Susan Egan as Meg. And I have a bit of a collection here that I've somehow accumulated, but I just, I love those. And especially being able to meet some of them and the ones that aren't doing um, meet and greet so much anymore to have that piece of Disney history, knowing that, that movie came out in 1959, to have that mm-hmm. Mary Costa signed photo is just really special. It's proudly displayed right behind me in my room next to oh, my yeah. little sleeping beauty corner. When I saw on your Instagram, when you got that for Christmas, I lost it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I, I never knew I needed to see that before. And I'm like, oh, I want that. <laughs> that is so amazing. You're so lucky. I was so like in shock. I was like, oh my gosh. So that was awesome. Okay. Speaking of princesses, which is your favorite cosplay to wear in the parks and what is the most difficult cosplay to wear in the parks? Oh, my favorite cosplay for me has to be my village bell dress. It's the one I've brought it back almost every year and every year I tell myself, okay, not this time. We're going to, we're going to expand. We're not going to bring that one back, but I just, I can't help it. It's for me when I'm cosplaying Belle and when I'm dressing as her, it's like an extension of myself. I don't feel like I'm acting or I'm portraying her when I'm talking with the kids in the hospital or anything like that. It's like an extension of just who I am as a person. And I'm so comfortable playing her. Whereas Ariel, I absolutely adore playing her too, but I definitely make myself a little bit younger and I have to be a little more bubbly and energetic, which is, I have that side too, but just Belle comes the most naturally to me and that village Mm -hmm. outfit is comfy. (laughs) Yes, I bet the ball gown is a lot more difficult and the village one is easier to you know roam around the village and the castle and the all of Disneyland and Disney World so (laughs) exactly with the ball gown I love that one too and I definitely would not be opposed to bringing that back at some point either but it's I call it my cupcake dress because that's how I feel when I'm walking around and I love it I feel very glamorous but I also have to go through a turnstile and how is that gonna work (laughs) oh my gosh I didn't even think about that oh and if you're park hopping back and forth at Disneyland you gotta like maneuver and oh my goodness my mom is there with me and she's like all right squeeze the dress in here we go we're gonna waddle on through they should let you go through the stroller and dress. <laughs> your dress is so big. They really Not your dress. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I would say the Belle and her village dress is definitely my favorite. As far as the one that's the most difficult or the hardest to do, portrayal-wise, Black Widow is the biggest stretch mm. for me. I have that very, I have that more bubbly, joyful personality. So whenever I'm posing for pictures is Black Widow. I always have to go, okay, stop popping your foot. Don't smile. (laughs) Tone it down. (laughs) And it's always just like, I have to make a mental note of it just because it's not something that naturally is me. And so I remember the first time dressing as her, I was like, 
all right, I need, I need to practice this because it just is, she's very, she's very tough. And that's really oh, yeah. fun to portray that more kick butt side, but it's oh. the one that I have to kind of zone in on how I'm going to do that for pictures and stuff. But I have so many blooper photos of me just looking like an absolute cheese ball. <laughs> that's amazing. And like Black Widow is such a cool girl. Like even Scarlett Johansson as a person who plays Black Widow in the Marvel movies is such a cool girl. And like, I would probably have a very similar problem too, just like wanting to smile or like you said, <laughs> pop your foot or do the, you know, you and me know all the princess poses. So wow. Oh, yeah. And that, that I can definitely imagine. Have you done any, I know you've kind of done like a Peggy Carter Disney bounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you done any other Marvel girls? Last year I had the intention of possibly expanding on that for Oogie Boogie Bash. But um, since that didn't happen, I kind of had to put any ideas I had on hold. I would love to also do another version of Black Widow, maybe Mm. Endgame style. I'm not saying I already have the hair in my possession, but I'm just kind of waiting for the opportune moment to actually get the costume, maybe pull that together as a costume to do at some point maybe down the road think that yeah she, like you said she's such a cool girl and to be able to channel in that and also go from you know if I'm wearing my big pink puffy aerial ball gown and then go nope you know what we're gonna wear the skin tight black leather now it's a really fun change for me to do okay so not only are we gonna do a princess cosplay together but we also have to do some marvel girls cosplay because i've always been obsessed with wanda or scarlet witch even before wandavision came out and so i'm down for that or captain marvel like let's do it up like (laughs) yes please i am all for it when avengers campus is open and we can all go and have some fun there let's let's do it oh thousand percent okay and the very last one is what is your favorite disney event to wear cosplay to i have to say mickey's not so scary halloween party it mickey's halloween party in disneyland back when it was that event would rival it i think my my thing is I love to go and see a lot of the classic characters. So I loved that they had the princesses in Disneyland that you could go and see and they were meeting together. You could see Cinderella and Ariel simultaneously and then you could see Belle and Mulan or whomever they had out at the event. And you know, like you said, Maleficent and everyone was there. So for me, it's being able to go see a lot of the classics that I grew up watching their movies and getting to go and interact with them. So Mickey's not so scary in Walt Disney World has all of that. You can go and visit with Cinderella and Elena and Tiana and Rapunzel. And they have, oh my gosh, the Boo to You Parade. That song's so catchy. It really is. I listened to it this past Halloween. I'm like, I can't be there, but the experience is coming to me. And I just love it so much. It is so catchy. And last year, um, or the year before, I got to dress as Jasmine. And I had the most perfect spot for that parade. And my mom and I reminisce about it because there was like nobody there. It was the second parade of the evening. And I had the whole area to myself and I got to interact with everybody. And it was just such a fun experience. And I'm glad that that was the last uh, experience that I had watching the Boo to You Halloween parade and getting to see the villain float. And I love the, I call them, it's the, it's good to be bad guys, the skeleton guys. 
Yes, they're funny. Yes. <laughs> they are. They are hysterical. And I love getting to experience, of course, I love dressing as Belle. So having mm-hmm. the castle there and Gaston and Belle meet and I can go and have dinner and have the gray stuff and then go see Beast or dress as Ariel. And I know Eric's going to be there. There's a lot of those classic characters there that I love to visit. And that's why I keep bringing Belle and Ariel back almost every year because I just know that there's so many fun interaction opportunities there in Walt Disney World. Now, I need to bring you back for a Halloween episode. I bet we could do a couple episodes about that for sure. Oh, oh we oh. definitely should. <laughs> but thank you so much for answering all those fun questions. You just make me want to go start working on a costume right now in January for <laughs> Halloween, for sure. I mean, I'm there with you. I'm like, I have nowhere to wear it right now, but that doesn't mean I'm not looking. <laughs> exactly. Didn't you post on your Instagram the other day saying like, did I just buy a Disney cosplay? Yes. Do I have anywhere to wear it to? Absolutely not. <laughs> yep. That was exactly the experience. I bought a new Disney bout and I have been buying little cosplay pieces as well thinking of oh when that happens I'm gonna be so prepared and I have enough to go to like 10 Halloween parties now and have all these new Disney bounds and they're just sitting in my princess closet like you know one day we'll get to go out (laughs) now I'll let you go on and not your Halloween story but your Valentine's Day sweethearts night's magical moment so I'll let you take it away and take us from the beginning. All right, back in the beginning, once upon a time, opening the storybook, we have Sweethearts Night, which was a special event taking place last year or not. Yeah, it was last year. Oh my gosh, that is so, it's still so crazy to think that that was last year because mm-hmm. last year just seems like it was just COVID. But yes. no, it was the 12th and the 13th. They had the special event nights. It went from 9 p.m., to 1 a.m. They had a special fireworks show, treats, character couples like we talked about. And of course, there are special ticketed events. So when you go to these, it's a very limited amount of people that are in the park and the regular day guests have already left. And so everyone there is just there for the event. So you can hop right on rides. There's no wait. And you get to experience the park without, you know, being bumper to bumper. And also, This particular event, Sweethearts Night, was very much geared towards the older crowd. It was geared towards adults, and more specifically, it was geared towards couples as a sort of date night experience. And then there's me that's like, I'm going to go in costume, and I'm going to bring my mom, and it's going to be great. (laughs) Moms are the best, though. Moms are wonderful. (laughs) They are. She was the best Valentine ever, and she helps me get into the costumes, and she's my best friend. So Photographs and videos for you, because someone needs to do that. Someone needs to capture all these moments, and who wouldn't want to do it more than someone who's mom? I know she's she's the sweetest ever and she always is like okay I know you have an idea tell me what you want I've got this I've got your phone I'm gonna make sure to capture that moment because she knows I love to make little videos or share the pictures of my experiences and she's amazing at making sure that I have those wonderful memories to hold on to and so I got to be there with her and the great thing about it like I said was it's mostly adults that are there and so there was a major lack of bubble wands or crying you know <laughs> strollers strollers I didn't get run over by a stroller once and I just felt like I was missing something 
that and it was so fun to see a lot of people got dressed up. There were people in costumes like myself as well, but there also was just couples who decided to get really fancy and they were wearing, the girls had on these heels and beautiful dresses and the guys were wearing suits and it just felt like a very nice, fancy sort of atmosphere. I mean, you didn't have to wear that. You could wear jeans and a t-shirt. You could wear whatever you were comfortable wearing, but mm-hmm. it was the chance to be able to have that like special date night in Disneyland. Of course, as you know, my very first, I went to both nights because they had two and I was like, let's, can we do both? It'll be really fun. So we went, ended up going to both event nights. And the very first night, as you know, I dressed as Princess Aurora in her pink dress. I love her park design. I think it's so pretty. So Mm -hmm. I had to make sure I had that in my princess closet. And then it started out, my mom, of course, like I said, helps me always get ready for these events. So, you know, she makes sure the tiara isn't going to fall. She's, you know, bobby pinning it on my head and Uh getting me ready. And then when we got to the event, very first thing is I saw this photographer who was standing on Main Street. And you know, I love to make photo pass photographer friends and get lots of pictures. And so I just went up to him and I said, Hey, would you mind taking a couple pictures of my Aurora costume? And he was like, of course. Yeah. And he was the absolute best. He, I could tell he loved his job and he took me all along main street, you know, that little flower cart kind of by the Starbucks and the lockers. Yeah. Yeah, The little like alcove, little alleyway. Yeah. He took me over there and we had some pictures where I'm sniffing the fake flowers, you know, all elegant and princess like. Oh my gosh. I love when the photo pass photographers like either love your outfit or just love your energy. And then they're like, I have this idea. Let's try it. And then they're always really fun and creative or they'll like take you off to the side. Like we love those photo pass photographers that just like go above and beyond than just, you know, snapping a few pictures in front of your castle. Here's your photo pass card and be on your way. Yeah. I could tell, like, like I said, I could tell that he loved what he did and shout out. His name's George Michael. We're friends on Instagram. So shout out to him because he, yes, he made the experience so much fun. He took so many pictures and to have a photo of myself dressed as Princess Aurora, I was sitting on the ground in the middle of Main Street as everyone's just kind of walking by and he's laying on the ground and my mom is making yep he was just laying on the floor my mom is standing around he's like can you just make sure nobody steps on me oh my god (laughs) and and my mom's making sure that you know no one's invading the space or you know hurting him or anything and he got all of these gorgeous shots with sleeping beauty castle in the background And they're some of my very favorite photos ever because I just think, you know, like even Aurora, the friends of Aurora at the parks, they can't even get this because, you know, Mm -hmm. they go and they're in these specific locations, but there's such a freedom when you dress up, you can go anywhere you like and you can get that photo that you've always imagined getting with the beautiful castle and being dressed as her. It's just the experience was so much fun. He made it so much fun. And I have all of those beautiful photos to look back on now. Yes. That was like, that's how we started the evening. It was off to a good start. (laughs) After that, I went and saw the princesses in the Royal Hall. Of course, I love visiting with the characters. So this was 
the very end before they were about ready to leave for the night and the party was officially about to begin. So I made mm-hmm. sure to run over there and say hello to Cinderella and Tiana was in there and Snow White. I bet they thought you were her friend Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> they The best experiences are when they're like, oh my goodness, you woke up from your nap just to come and see us, didn't you? Or something <laughs> like that. How cute. I, I love when they will play with who you're dressed as like that and you can have such fun and unique experiences by doing that and I always love when people congratulate me on waking up because I'm just who I'm dressed as I was like I know it's it's really difficult sometimes you know I I woke up like this (laughs) I'm more of an Anna I think when I wake up in the morning than an Aurora but we all like to think we, we would wake up like Aurora right yes and it goes back to your powers you chose of waking up with no time passing exactly and you wake up just looking really refreshed yes I have a full face of makeup on and I'm ready to go the very first stop for me of course had to be the royal ball they had a few royal balls during the night they had one I think every hour so it was like 9 10 11 and 12 I believe they had the royal ball happening and I knew that Aurora and Prince Philip were going to be there. I had seen, I think the Disney Parks blog had said something about the event. And the year before, Aurora and Philip weren't at the Royal Ball, but they were at the event. So I knew that they would likely be there. But when I saw they were going to be at the Royal Ball, and I grew up dancing starting at the age of three. And so I knew that was going to be a really special part of the event for me and something I wanted to experience. So it was a no brainer that I was bringing Princess Aurora back to have this experience at the Royal Ball. And then they also had Cinderella and Prince Charming. They had Snow White and her prince and Aladdin and Jasmine were the characters that you could see at the ball. And that was was just at the Royal Ball. All of those characters were there. And then they had royal guests as well that were dancers that you could go and interact with or dance with as well. And they were from different countries all around the world and had really cool outfits too. Because, you know, it's Disneyland, it's Sleeping Beauty's castle. So Sleeping Beauty and Philip are throwing this ball. So it's the whole perfect shebang. And they invited all their princess friends and royalty and guests. Like that's just, oh, that's a dream. I know exactly. You nailed it because the year before it was Cinderella and Prince Charming were holding the royal ball, which makes sense too, because that goes along with their story. But given the location, it just it makes even more sense to have the ball be Aurora and Phillips and it was all centered around them which I didn't know there was going to be so many Sleeping Beauty moments when I had chosen to dress as Aurora I just thought oh Aurora and Philip will be there so that'll be really fun but I was pleasantly surprised to hear that the three good fairies Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather were going to be there as well And I I know that was my reaction. Exactly. I had never met them in the parks before. And I was like, well, this is perfect. I don't know where exactly they're going to be or how they're going to appear, but I'm excited about it. I didn't know what exactly it was going to look like when I got there, but I was really excited that I could talk with them and have a conversation with them. And I made sure to get to the Royal Ball early to make sure I could be in the front so I could get a little bit of video and I could see everything 
And they showed up right before the Royal Ball was about to begin. And I was not prepared in the slightest. I had on my Minnie Mouse jacket, you know, the ones with the little ear hoods. I I was wearing that to keep warm because it was February at nighttime. And I had that on just as I was standing and waiting. And then all of a sudden, right in front of me, there are the three good fairies. And they're running over to me because they see who I'm dressed as. And I'm like ripping off my jacket like, oh, my gosh, I I need to be prepared. I know I'm like get rid of that and my mom's like oh gosh I have to get the phone out we got to get some pictures and you know it was like the biggest surprise that they just happened to be there right in that moment and I was so unprepared and I was so excited to get to have that experience of talking with them I'm sure we talked about do we make it pink do we make it blue she's made it pink this evening that is amazing oh my dreams keep going what else happened so at the royal ball they did a bunch of different dances throughout the evening but they always started out with a classic waltz Mm-hmm. And then they would go into different styles throughout the night, like a polka dancing or a cha-cha or a tango. And I knew, of course, that I wanted to dance with all of the princes throughout the duration of my two evenings. But of course, dressed as Princess Aurora, Prince Philip was the main goal. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I'd never met him before. And so that was another reason I decided to dress up as her is he's been on my character. I want to meet you list for quite some time. So to be able to have the experience of fully dressing like her, I was, this seems like the perfect time. It seems like the perfect moment. All moments led up to this one. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I've met Maleficent. I've interacted with Aurora. I've now seen the three good fairies. There's just one left. (laughs) And so Right. And I was hoping to get to do the classic waltz with them because that's very uh, reminiscent of what they do in the movie. And I wanted to have the movie experience. Right. I want to feel like I've stepped into the moment from the film that I grew up loving. And so luckily he did come up with Princess Aurora and they were actually he was in his Christmas fantasy outfit the super sparkly cape you know oh, that he wears kind of purpley reddish one yes. yeah it's like a pinky purple red yeah and she was wearing a dress I had never seen before she was wearing a purple yes. gown yes with a huge tiara yes a huge tiara I was surprised she wasn't in her Christmas fantasy dress too because it perfectly matches up with what Philip wears but she looked beautiful she looked lovely and she was an absolute sweetheart I didn't get to speak with her that much obviously because I kind of stole her prince and you know (laughs) but I did get to talk to her briefly and she was so sweet and she was like oh my goodness it's like looking in a mirror and she just had the sweetest personality and made you feel included in a part of the story and then Prince Philip did ask if I would dance with him and I was like um you know I think I could do that (laughs) That that sounds fun. (laughs) I think I just was like, of course, yes. But and then so we got to go and waltz together. And it really did. It felt like I had stepped into that last scene in the movie, you know, where the dragon has been slayed, all is good, we're having fun. It's that happily ever after beautiful ending with I love the finale music in the movie so it was a I've stepped into the movie sort of moment thousand percent yes you did and then of course I am dressed like Princess Aurora but I want to dance with everybody I just want to have so much fun at the royal ball so I also 
went and danced with one of the royal guests that was there. And he taught me how to do some polka dancing, which was really fun to get to learn some new dance steps. And then I danced, I waltzed with Prince Charming as well, because I came back to a second ball. I went to two that evening because they were just so much fun. So I waltzed with Philip at one of them. And then I waltzed with Charming at another one. I like that these are like actual dances. And like you said, it was for an older crowd, which typically these parties have like little dance areas, but it's like fun, upbeat music. And like, it's kind of just like a way to get your kids tired for bedtime when it's time to leave kind of thing. And like, this is like proper, like you're going to a ball dancing and I absolutely need to go to this event. Yes. I was like, I just want them to have Royal balls every weekend because it really was such a special right in front of it's a small world. And they had projections all over the attraction. They had cute hearts and everything. And it just having it in front of that, classic attraction and having so many classic characters there it was just like a moment of wow this is an experience that you don't normally get to have and I'm just so excited to be here is how I felt there in that moment I'm just like sitting in awe like I'm just listening to this story and I'm just like oh I want to go so bad this sounds like a dream the next year that they bring it back if they were having it this year you would bet I would be there I had ideas out the wazoo already of different things I would do so the next time they have a sweetheart's night we both need to go we need to get you to dance with Philip as well because of course I know you love the movie I would die I would just I probably would just swoon and he'd have to catch me I probably couldn't even make it to dance I'd be like oh Philip, you're too much. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see that. I will be there experiencing that moment with you. (laughs) You can be like your mom and like recording me as I freak out. (laughs) (laughs) I know my mom was so great during that moment because we're, we were moving and waltzing in a crowd filled with people. And my mom, of course, isn't, you know, getting right in the middle of it because everybody's dancing. So she's standing off where the crowd is to the side and she's got my phone and I see her off to the side and she's holding it up like it's Simba and the Lion King getting that shot. What a good mom. (laughs) She really is. She really, she knows. She's like, this is, this is a moment. She's just like Aurora. She's dancing with Philip. We're at a Royal ball. We got to get this moment. I need to capture this. Yes. Dance mom where they're like, smile, smile. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What I also wasn't expecting was that Maleficent crashed the Royal ball. No, stop. I didn't know this. What? She did. I was like, well, there's no way Maleficent's going to be there. This is an event geared towards couples. Why would a villain really be present so much? But she did. And it was the most iconic moment. I was standing there with my mom and we were getting ready to maybe leave the Royal Ball and go see some other characters. And all of a sudden there's this big sound of thunder and we're like, what is happening? And literally not even like five feet away from me Maleficent enters and I was in probably a state of horror and awe simultaneously because I'm like oh my goodness I'm dressed as Aurora and I'm standing right where you just came in I'm slightly afraid please don't curse me but also this is amazing you're like I wasn't expecting you at all oh my gosh and what did she do she just came in and 
she actually, it was, you would love it because she pretty much quoted the entire intro monologue that she has when she I'm enters dead. the film oh. and she was like oh the no the royalty and she pointed to me when she said royalty and I was like oh my goodness and oh. the nobility the gentry and oh how quaint even the rabble you know she did all of it I'm like my hands are over my face right now I am like what oh my god you were literally in the movie you I were- was Oh my god. That's why I was like, I feel like I've lived out all of my Sleeping Beauty dreams at this point because she entered and then she was like, well, maestro, a tango, if you please. And then she enters and she just starts doing the tango right into the middle of a crowd of people. And I was like, I never knew I needed to see Maleficent do the tango, but now I know that this is something we've all needed. I feel like that's so appropriate for her too, or any villain, just like a tango. Yes, serious and suave. Like, yes, that's so Maleficent. She's like, this is my royal ball now. You're all my guests. Welcome, I guess. You can dance if you must, but I am the center of attention. Oh, I'm losing my mind. We have to go to this. Okay. (laughs) Your second night, what did you, who did you dress up as? I dressed as Megara from Hercules, which was a new cosplay for me. I had never worn it before. And I actually had, got the outfit with the intention of taking it to Oogie Boogie Bash to visit with Hades, but Hades didn't uh, happen to be at the Oogie Boogie Bash as a regular character. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll we'll hold off on that one. We'll bring it to something else. So Sweetheart's Night, being a classic princess like Aurora the first night was one experience. I wanted to do something different for the second night. And so to be able to put on the sassy sort of ensemble and be able to channel that side was something very different that I hadn't done before. And it was a whole different experience. With the hips, you got the walk down for sure. I've seen videos that you posted. You were like with all the sass and the attitude and yeah, I'm not going to say I'm in love. No, 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 chance, no, no way. <laughs> no chance. No way. That song came on as I think the video that you've seen is when that song came on, they were playing, of course, Disney love songs all throughout the night. And when that mm-hmm. came on, I just started going into full Meg mode. And I totally forget that there's other people around me watching me do this. I'm just in my own element. And I was, I was totally walking around just being sassy, having fun. And my mom just whips out the phone again and is like, well, I'm going to record this. <laughs> She's the real MVP here just always getting the phone out ready to go she is i bet people thought like you know because meg was a uh, meg and hercules were aghast at this and they're very rare mm-hmm. out so like even looking at your picture with you and herc and meg like you had to take like a second glance at it like wait which one's you and which one's the real meg yeah <laughs> i know i especially with meg too because she only has the one outfit really that she wears and so there's really not much interpretation there you're Uh you're wearing her um megara outfit and i had so many people i remember coming up to me when i was in line to go and interact with them and they were like oh my gosh your hair (laughs) and they loved the heavy wig yes most definitely I actually if I'm wearing it for an extended period of time like I was that evening I think I wore it for maybe six seven hours from getting the outfit on to when I took it off at the end of the Mm -hmm. night and if I'm wearing it that long I have to take some Advil (laughs) when I put it on because otherwise you do you get a headache and it's beautifully crafted beautifully designed and it actually there is a head band that I wear underneath it to make it have some sort of 
something to stick to a little bit so it doesn't slide around but yes you do have to be careful when you're wearing it you know of how you like if you're gonna pick something up your head always remains up but you know if you're gonna be Meg go big or go home right physically go big (laughs) yeah exactly my motto of the evening which I said to so many characters just because I kind of loved it was the higher the hair the closer to the gods because of who she is that is perfect and I remember Flynn said to me when I told him that he goes well you're at Mount Olympus Okay, so when you met Herc and Meg, how was that interaction? Of course, given who I was dressed as, I went to go and get that interaction first because I knew, like you said, they're rare characters. So a lot of people were wanting to have that experience of meeting them as well. And so I got in line as quickly as I could. And I remember we had a conversation about hair, ironically, because that's what we're talking about and how if you're going to be writing on Pegasus, the hair always gets a little messed up. And when I was saying like, oh, I know whenever I go to these special event nights, especially when I'm channeling, you know, Megara and I've got that big hair happening, you don't go on rides. It's it's not a good idea. (laughs) I love Big Thunder Mountain, but it's not the time (laughs) to do that. Yeah, so we had a nice little uh, conversation about Pegasus, of course, because we all love Pegasus, Mm -hmm. and then took a variety of photos. That one that I've posted is my favorite with Hercules in the middle and Meg and I on either side just being sassy and, you know, having a little bit of attitude. Yes, of course. That's another fun one. When I'm portraying Meg and I don't smile really as much it's more of a smirk I would say mm-hmm. than anything else but it's that's like your Flynn Rider smize or like um your smolder almost you it know? is I have a lot of smolder practice with Flynn so mm-hmm. I feel like that helped me channel Meg a little bit well and who else did you meet that happened to be kind of rare I also went and saw Milo and Kita. I was so excited when I was in line for Meg and Herc and I I saw like, oh, they're there. Oh, I need to run and see them because Kita was actually the one as a kid that I I wanted to be Kita. I thought Kita was the coolest. And so, yeah, to experience that interaction with both of them Milo was so funny you know where he's like you know doing kind of like the typical nerd thing where he like pushes up his glasses and he's got the book in his bag and to talk with Keita and she's got of course the necklace the iconic necklaces that they have Milo's so like dorky and nerdy and Keita's so like cool like kind of still a cool girl like put together and everything like how fun exactly they were they were a highlight of the evening for me just because it was like I'm meeting Kita from Atlantis and I loved her as a kid and then I also saw Tiana and Naveen were there in their 20s outfits and they looked fabulous I love that she was in that outfit I love Tiana like Tiana has a ton like you know, she's only meets in her like princess dress, but like, I love all of her outfits that she gets to wear. Like even from her blue dress in the beginning where she kisses the frog to like the 20s outfit that you got to see. Like I adore all of Tiana's outfits. They're fabulous. Me too. They're so beautiful. And to be able to see Naveen too, who's like never a meetable character that was a really special treat as well and he was on my character meet and greet list too as well as um, snow prince and also shang shang was there with mulan i know and then who else did you get to see or what else did you get to do that night 
that night I did run into Gaston, which was very fun being sassy with him and getting to chat with him a little bit with my hair. I feel like I was almost maybe as tall as he was. (laughs) I wanted to say like, did they give you a name to go along with all those rippling pectorals? That's so perfect. (laughs) What did he say? Do you remember? I mean, every character, uh, the hair was what everybody went to because it's just so massive. But they, I definitely added a little bit of my Meg sass to the interaction with him. And I was thinking as I was talking with him that other line that she has where she goes oh well you know how men are they think no means yes and get lost means take me I'm yours you know oh my gosh that's so perfect for Gaston that's literally like the example of Gaston yeah it is I just I mean that was another one of those experiences like how we talked about earlier where it's like what would it be like if Meg and Gaston had a conversation and then the last thing I did at the event that night because I loved the Royal Ball so much and I hadn't danced with Snow Prince or Aladdin yet is I went over there and I did the cha-cha with Snow Prince and it was I love the video it's really cute and then I also waltzed with Aladdin and then Jasmine came over towards the end and she joined in and we all danced together which was really fun and really sweet oh how cute just a little party it was like it was a party (laughs) it really it really was and I got my goal of dancing with all the princes plus some others as well and the stepsisters were there trying to steal all the guys especially Prince Charming of course Oh my gosh, I love them. Anytime that they come out and interact is like the actual best. (laughs) It is. And they were in their Christmas fantasy dresses too, which I love. That is such amazing story. Like in the fact that you went all out and got all dressed up and then basically got to live in the movie Sleeping Beauty and recreate all of those scenes and meet so many rare characters like Will will you remember this forever? Like, I know you have the videos and pictures to prove it that your wonderful mom took, but what what about this is just like, makes your heart so happy, your Disney heart? (laughs) For me, of course, I I love any trip that I get to take to Disney. I consider myself very lucky that I've been able to go as often as I have my entire life. And also the past couple years where I got to be an annual pass holder and get to visit and meet people like you and create all of these friendships. And so I've always had a love for going there. And especially I'm grateful for this trip. And my mom and I have talked about this many times in the past year is with everything that happened, we were there right before Mm -hmm. everything really just, you know, and COVID really hit and the park closed and it's still closed. And to be able to be carefree and to get to dress up and go all out and be dancing in a crowd filled with people and there's no social distancing. There's no masks. You could hug your favorite characters and to look back at that and to remember all of those experiences and see so many familiar faces from the cast members to annual pass holders. It really was a special trip that I look back on with so much gratitude, like I said, because, you know, who knows when we're going to be able to have that again. I, of course, definitely believe we will. I definitely believe we'll get back to that magic and it will come back and we are going to appreciate it more than we ever possibly could have, you know, but to have those memories to look back on and to say, yes, I did get to go to Disney last year. I got to go to my home away from home and have these 
beautiful experiences that I am going to love and treasure was a truly magical trip in and of itself, but is even more special given what happened this past year and everything. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your most magical moment. Do you want to share with us where we can find you on Instagram and all that stuff if you want to drop all your information? Oh, sure. My Instagram is at Ashley Romantic and I share lots of different Disney bounds and of course cosplays and pictures from fun events like Sweethearts Night that I'm having a really fun time right now. I of course have the free time to go through and create these fun videos and go back and kind of be creative in that sense because I'm not creating Disney bounds to go into the parks right now but I can go through all of these beautiful memories and we get to share in the love of Disney through that and I think that that's really what's special about the Disney community on Instagram is that we can still share in all of that together and we can still create magic in our own lives even when we can't necessarily be at the park to find that magic wherever we possibly can and to reminisce in the beautiful memories that we have had and you I love your videos that you collage together whether it's like character hug day or national hug day you did the other day or your collages of like you know princes or smolders or whatever you do I it's so great and it always just puts a smile to my face watching your outfits and your character videos for sure so thank you again Ashley for coming on you were absolutely wonderful I feel like I spoke to a real life Disney princess tonight oh likewise my friend likewise Yes, and hopefully we can have you on for another Halloween episode when we go together eventually. We need yes. to make this happen sooner or later. But yeah, thank you so much, Ashley. You were wonderful. Thank you so much, Morgan. It was a really fun experience being able to be on here with you. And now time for some listener stories that you, the fan, sent in. If you would like to submit your story to be read on the Just Some Magic podcast, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic tab. The story is from Jessica G. My boyfriend and I went to Sweetheart's Night to celebrate our one-year anniversary and Valentine's Day since they were so close together. We were super excited to go visit Disneyland for the first time together. I grew up going to Disneyland with my family every year, so it was a special place in my heart and some of my happiest memories growing up are being at Disneyland. That night was so incredible. We started off with dinner and drinks at Downtown Disney, and when it was around 6 o'clock, we headed over to the front gates to get in line because we wanted as much time as possible in the parks. Once in the park, we rode pretty much every ride and didn't wait longer than about 40 minutes. One of my favorite parts about the night was walking around and feeling so much of the love in the park. We did a few photo ops, but unfortunately, we didn't have time for all of them since we wanted to ride as many rides as we could. We were able to do the Little Mermaid and Aladdin photo op setup, which were awesome. One of my favorite memories was walking around Galaxy's Edge holding hands. We didn't realize, but a stormtrooper had come up behind us and said, Not allowed, citizens. Keep moving. I had no idea he was behind us, so I jumped and freaked out, and all the other park guests around were just looking and laughing at the situation. It was definitely hilarious and one of the moments my boyfriend and I will never forget. We still are laughing about it. Another highlight of the night was the incredible fireworks show. Disney blew it out of the park with this one. The music with all the love songs compiled from a ton of Disney movies. 
It was one of my favorite parts of the night. Something about standing around all these other couples and the other Disney guests seeing the fireworks light up the sky to so many amazing love songs definitely had chills. It was amazing. All in all, it was the most magical night full of love and fun. We had no idea of what was going to happen with COVID, but we still can't believe we made it to Disneyland before the shutdown. It was one of the best memories from 2020, and I will definitely recommend going to Sweetheart's Night or any other After Dark event if they return. This story is from Monica S. Walking into Disneyland, it seemed like another day, but of course there were so many people. My husband Jonathan and I had always wanted to go to 80s night or Pixar night, but I always said no because of the prices. But eventually, Jonathan surprised me with tickets. It was Sweetheart's Night on February 12, 2020. Once we got there, we had to walk to the side gate and wait until about 6 o'clock so we could get in. Before we got in, they checked our tickets, gave us lanyards, and a Sweetheart's map. Everyone that didn't buy tickets eventually left the park and it was all for us. The most magical part was the decorations. They had hearts all over the building on Main Street, heart balloons for sale, and they played lovey-dovey songs from Disney movies. So this is Love is My Favorite. Anyways, they had a shop to Sweetheart's Night merch only near Autopia. And of course, the line was super long, but worth it. I bought a red long sleeve hoodie with Mickey and Minnie that said Sweetheart's Night on it. There were also so many photo ops. Not my husband's favorite part, but it was mine. They had special backdrops and props all over the park. You can tell the park did everything they could to make the night super special for couples. Only thing I would change is the weather or have brought in extra layers because once it hit midnight, we were freezing. Still, it was such a cute night for an engaged couple at the time. I would definitely do it again just to feel the ambiance they brought to the park that night. This next story is from Rachel. Hi guys, to begin, let me just say that my husband and I have been married almost nine years and we do not, I repeat, do not celebrate Valentine's Day. So Sweetheart's Night at Disneyland was something we always wanted to do. My sister gifted my husband and I Sweetheart's After Dark special event last year and it was truly a magical experience. So as the day of the event arrived, I noticed we had missed our ticket date. Disneyland was hosting two different event dates and we missed ours on the date that we had prior. I was devastated in tears as we arrived at Disneyland. I told my husband that they probably wouldn't honor that date change for us, but it was worth a try. So my husband showed up to the booth and he explained to the cast member what happened. The sweet cast member didn't hesitate to make our night magical. He honored the date for us and in tears, I was forever grateful. So as I finally got myself together, we walked into the gates and I quickly noticed that there was amazing photo ops and characters that we normally don't get to see during the park hours and I was in awe. We waited 20 minutes to get pictures with Anna and Kristoff because I mean, come on, best night ever. Throughout the night, we stopped at different locations to try our special Valentine's Day treats. Some were a hit, some were a miss, but one really caught our eye was the shrimp and potato dish. It was delicious. We definitely went back for more. Now, let's talk about rides. Even though some are not available, it was totally fine because the rides that were open were fantastic. The entire romantic scenery was to die for, and my husband and I questioned why have we never done this before. 
It's true, it was a perfect date night and it was so much time away from our kids. To the cast member who made our night at the ticket booth, I don't know how to thank you enough. My husband and I had an amazing night and now I can't wait for Disneyland to reopen for them to have more After Dark events. We miss our Disneyland. This story is sent in by Indelisa C. I have been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember. When I met my fiance, he knew immediately. Kind of hard to hide a Disney tattoo all over your arm. I had to even mention that if we got married, it would be my dream if it was a Disney or at least a honeymoon because I'm such a fan. One day, a few months into our relationship, a Facebook ad came up for Sweethearts Night. I had no idea that they had these type of events, so I shared it with him. He asked if I wanted to go, and without hesitation, I said, of course. So he booked the vacation right away. Valentine's Day weekend 2020 finally arrives. To say I was speechless on the magic I felt when I arrived to the Disney Hotel was an understatement. I had never stayed at one before. We both experienced a lot of firsts that weekend. He had never been to Disneyland, so this was his first time ever. I was even more excited to see his reaction to everything. I wanted to share my love of Disney with him and so he would understand why. One thing we planned for, and I mean I planned in detail, was Star Wars. Being a huge fan of the movies, we had a full day of it. So we had an amazing time and he was experiencing all the Disney magic just as much as I was. Then February 13th, Sweethearts Night was about to begin. We went back to the hotel to get ready. We were in our matching shirts, his beauty, her beast. When we went back to the parks, it was so beautiful. All the lights and Valentine's Day decorations, the rides were even better at night. Shorter lines for rides because there were so many picture opportunities with the royal couples and crowds were lined up for those instead. All the Valentine's inspired feud was amazing. My goal was to take a picture with Belle and Adam. Anyone else was a bonus. He said, let's take a picture in front of the castle first since it's a short line. So we go around from there. It was a good start, so I agreed. We were the second couple in line and watching the first couple get their pictures taken by a Disney photographer and it was adorable and they got engaged which made my heart so happy for them. It was what I always wanted, and I thought it was so romantic. My boyfriend looks up and says, oh shoot, I'm laughing because I'm thinking he's shocked, and that was just his reaction. Once our turn came up, the photographer said, top of that. Now we laughed and just said, right? She takes our pictures, and before we left, he stops and says, wait, one more, and pulls out an engagement ring, and gets down on one knee as I'm hysterically laughing because I understood why he was in shock. He was so upset that the first couple took our spotlight, so we laughed about it, of course, and I said yes. And we were able to take a few more pictures from the photographer as she's saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because she didn't expect it to happen twice. I had never in my life thought my dream would actually come true of finding my love of my life and not only going above and beyond to make me happy, but actually to bring me to Disney to propose. It was the most magical moment for me and we have it professionally captured on camera. After that, we found Belle and her prince. We took our photos and showed off my Belle-inspired engagement ring from Enchanted Jewelry Collection. It was such a beautiful ring with the Enchanted Rose, so needless to say, he did good. We went and took as many pictures as we could get and go on our favorite rides. It was the most amazing time and we'll definitely go back. Our next trip will be for our honeymoon at Disney World in 2021. I 
hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. We want to thank Ashley for coming on. And if you want to follow her, please go to the links in the show notes for her information. Also, if you guys have a listener story you want to share to be read on the show, again, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. We're always looking for new stories and I cannot wait to read yours. Again, be sure to subscribe because we have every episode Monday and Thursday and we don't want you to miss a single one. And be sure to follow us on social media. We are Just Some Magic on Instagram, YouTube, and on Facebook. So be sure to go follow us along with there. I can't wait for you guys to hear the very next episode. Our guest is actually a Disney artist and she has a super inspiring story. I can't wait for you guys to hear. So again, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you guys Monday. Bye.